Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Today it's just me and Sam here. I feel like we have not sat down because I feel like we can't, we, oh my God, I can't even breathe and speak because we haven't had a minute to just literally sit in a chair and vent about our feelings this week. It's not, so the last, time we, the last time we podcast, it was probably two and a half weeks ago, maybe longer, but the last podcast we dropped was two weeks ago. Since then, Wait. I have- gone to mexico and back i have gone to my best friend's wedding we've had a death in the family a bunch of other shit happened that my we birthday. can't speak about fran had a birthday she lost our dog and yeah so it's been like i actually don't think i sat down for an hour not looking at a screen or not dealing with the crisis and it's been stressful so we're gonna sit down today and talk about it talk about and vent about what's been going on because I feel like I need a good venting session. I haven't even had time to blow out my hair, which is why I have frizzy ass hair today. So that's just... I blew my note. I wash... So I have sew and weave now. Like it's like actually like a weft. And I washed it for the first time yesterday in like a week and a half. And it was the worst thing of my life. Like that was the worst. Anyways, it's like the least of my worries. But anyways. How much is it to do that? Pay a lot. Pay a lot of money. How much is it? I think to actually just get the extensions. So I how think, much did no, you pay for that? For my actual hair. Like I did for everything, highlight for the hair and, and to put it in. Like eight fifty. That is crazy. Yeah, I paid eight fifty. Like actually, just grow your hair. I, no, the extensions were I think about because they're Bellamy. So Bellamy has like, oh my god, I've been through so many extensions on the market, and like Bellamy has the best extensions, and they are expensive. They're like four fifty, five hundred, but then you pay installation fee. And then you pay, obviously, for the highlights and you pay for whatever the hell, what else you're getting. But a lot of hairdressers actually charge way more than, like, what... They buy extensions for $500 and then we'll, like, like okay, you owe me 800 bucks for the extensions. Well, obviously, because I want to make a profit. But the person I go go to, um, you know, she was... She's good. Anyways. I think you should... After this, you should try and grow your hair. I think not. I left, think you can. Left... But weft lasts so long. Like this can last me like a year and I don't have to like. But that's what I'm saying. Like after that, your hair will be long. Like you have similar hair to me and it took me not that long to grow yeah, it. After I, I stopped, when I stopped wearing extensions, my hair grew like fucking wildflowers are growing. I know. I just like, I just like having long hair. I feel weird with like short hair. Anyways. Anyways. Um, what was I going to say? I had a lot to say right now. Where do I start? First off, we had an episode last week talking about, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. I laugh in like serious situations. We had an episode last week talking about how scared I was of death and how nobody in my family has died close to me. I think I don't know what I put in the air because our okay, grandma passed not, away. It was not you who put it in the well, air. But anyway, say that again. Our grandma passed away on last Friday, so a week ago. She, I don't know why I'm smiling. I'm sorry. I'm like dealing with... You're like trying to mask it. <laughs> I'm trying to mask my emotions right now. Anyway, she passed away. She was 97. God bless. And Maria. And we were really, really close to our grandmother. Like every week we'd be with her. I'd paint her nails. I'd give her spa days. I'd do her mustache. I'd cut her hair. Like literally like we were besties with our grandma. So she passed and that was like just weird because I just spoke about how like I'm so scared of death. And then someone close to me just died. And like navigating that was just like, and I hate how we've been talking about death so much on the podcast, but like it's a normal thing to have family and friends pass away and me and Sam I kind of want to talk about a little bit about the grieving process or grief because we talked a little bit about it on a TikTok and it, it seemed like people kind of agreed 
because this is where me and Sam notice that like we have different ways of dealing with situations, especially ones like death. So firstly, I think that like we definitely have people in our family die, but we were too young to really have had an established relationship with them where we where it really affected us. Like both our moms, brothers have died. So both of our Zeos, which obviously that affect the aftermath of that really affects our family because our Nana and Nana lost two two sons and we have cousins without uh, like fathers, right? But the actual impact of their death didn't I, I don't want this sounds bad, but the impact of their death didn't it wasn't big on us because we were too young to even really yeah. recognize that or those feelings. So like she said, we've never had anyone close to us pass away before and we were really close to our Nana and we did want to make like a speech at like I'm just gonna be blatantly honest here. We wanted to make a speech at at her funeral at the church, but it it didn't feel like a safe space for us to express those emotions with the audience that was there. So, you know, we have a podcast, and this is probably the safest space that we have. It's just me, Fran, and, and Chris, Chris over there. So <laughs> we feel more comfortable with him. With him than the pillow and <laughs> Anyways, um, so so like that's why we kind of want to talk about it here, and we're not gonna just talk about our no no. Like I know some of you probably don't care, like about that but well we're not talking about no no we're talking, no, no, we're about, talking about grief, grief. yeah because again this like our podcast is somewhere where i just like like to reiterate this just to circle back to what our goal is here and it's to just be real with people on things that we encounter as we go along the journey of life and this journey of adulting you know what i mean and like this is just like something that comes up that hasn't come up before so why not share because not only that i feel like i was just talking to chris about this like that clip you made yesterday of me being like oh i don't want my kid being murderers like that's a real was, thought no i know but i was thinking like no one would say that out loud like no one would be like no one really has that thought on a day-to-day and like says that to somebody so like i don't know it's just kind of like hyper relatability like we're saying what i feel like everyone kind of feels or may think um in just like a real safe space and the first thing that i want to say that people may may feel or think sometimes right like every family is different but in this case there was a death and everyone had a different everyone in the family cousins aunts uncles mom dad had a different relationship with this person our nuna like fran said we were very close to her because of a situation in our in our immediate family that transpired like our parents were separated so our dad spent most of his time downtown now which is where my nuna lives so because we were always downtown with my dad we were all, also always with my nuna not to say that we wouldn't be as close with her if our parents haven't hadn't separated, but that, that's just reality of the situation. We got very close with our nonna in the last like five years. So if I'm being honest with you, like you kind of, I don't know, I kind of had a feeling that she was going to die soon. Like, I, I know that sounds bad, but again, I'm just saying what I was thinking. Like situations happened where like um her living situation changed. There was a bunch of stuff that went down. And I just had this feeling that it was like, a snowball effect and that she was going to die. So like when she did die, not that I wasn't surprised, but I kind of like already mentally prepared for that happening. And I think that the hardest part when someone dies is kind of dealing with and having to navigate other people's emotions and like the environment around you, like having to sit there in a room with maybe family members or friends or other people who you don't see often, or you don't really relate to and have to like, also mourn your your family member's death. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I think for me, that was the hardest part because I'm not about to cry and express my deepest emotions in front of people that I'm not entirely comfortable with. And I know it's not about that. It's about my nunna, but that's honestly just how I felt in that moment. But at the same time, it's also kind of like you feel guilty after because, you know, I feel like I didn't have the right headspace to grieve her. Like, I, I didn't even really like, 
don't know. Like I, I show a lot more emotion than Sam. That's why I kind of want to get into like grieving. We talked about this on TikTok. Like it's okay to grieve in different ways. Like I have no problem expressing my emotions in terms of like crying. Like I'm okay to cry in front of people if I feel like that's what I need to do. And that's what I did. Like, and when, you know, when she was in the hospital on her last day on the Thursday and we went to go see her and she was not doing well, Sam was like working like in the other room, like on her laptop. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, how are you not sad? How are you not in there with her? I'm like, you're not showing any emotion. Like, how do you not care? And I was like, here, kind of frantic, like anxious crying. And and I was kind of getting angry at her because it's like, why are you not grieving the same way that I'm grieving? A, it made me feel like maybe like she didn't care, which kind of upset me. And B, it made me feel like, am I like being too emotional? Am I like being, am I embarrassing myself by like showing my emotion? I don't know how to explain it, but that's kind of just how <clears throat> I felt. I can't speak for her, but I feel like she felt where it's like, I need space. And I don't think you really understand that kind of thing. Yeah, I felt like I, because of where we were, we were in the hospital and the whole family was there. Like we're talking like extended family, right? Like my nuna's other kids and and our cousins and their kids. And it was just so many people in an environment where I did not feel comfortable. I did not feel comfortable sitting there watching my nuna on the bed, like not even awake and have everyone there. So I was like, I need to go and distract myself from this and like revisit these emotions later. Like I know for Fran, it's, it seemed like I was like avoiding it. Like I, I was kind of in denial about what was happening, but. Well, cause she, Sam was like, oh, like, oh, she's like, she's gonna be fine. I'm like, like, um, I don't think you're processing. Like, I just, I just didn't feel comfortable. I grieved her in my own way in private at my house when I was able to actually think about all the memories. And I wrote something down cause we were, like I said, we were going to say a speech and then we didn't. So I wrote down basically the memories I had from when I was little, when we used to live with my nunna and she used to like sneak me cookies after my parents said no to um, when we moved. And it was like a weird thing not to see my nunna every day anymore to now when we were older and we'd spend every Sunday with her. So I was, I reflected on that and like kind of cried to myself and just like remembered her to myself. And during her burial, I was like very much in my own headspace. Like I walked away and had my time alone. But I just realized that like, if I'm not comfortable with the people around me, I will not express myself and my emotions. And I think that that's okay too, because for me, I just need a safe space to be able to do that. And it didn't feel like a safe space. It didn't feel like a comfortable space. And Fran was annoying me because she was like, we need to go, we need to go in there. We need to go in the room. Let's go in the room. Let's go. And, and it was like, it was getting me like actually anxious because I was like, I genuinely don't want to be in that room right now. Like I do not want to be there because instead of being sad and emotional and like really expressing the way I wanted to feel about my nunna, I would have probably started to get angry and upset and resentful because of other things that were going on. Like, I don't want to speak on those things, but I don't know if that makes sense. But basically the point is that we kind of realize that like the way that people grieve and express their emotions and like really hyperactive emotional moments like death or someone dying is very different and for different reasons. Like, yeah. And I also think it comes in waves. Like there'll be times where like, I'll be really, really sad. And then there'll be times where I'm like happy and like, I don't know. Anyways, RIP Nana, I know she's with us. So that was that. I actually want to say, so I took Kiki on a walk the other day. Uh, well, yesterday. And uh, I saw a woodpecker. I've never yeah, seen. No, actually, so remember um, Samantha? We had that spiritual girl on a podcast, Samantha. 
she messaged me saying RIP, like she's with you. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I feel like she's with me. She goes, if you see random birds that you never see. I literally see, did. Yeah. I saw a woodpecker. Is, I was like a woodpecker. It was on a random, like the tree was probably as big as a tree that's behind Fran right now. Not big. It had like a thin, like a thin trunk. And there was a woodpecker and it had like a red mohawk. Yeah, it's a And it was pecking the wood in the middle of this like suburban area in a small tree. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I remembered that at Nona Maria's, we used to watch Woody the Woodpecker. Do you remember? And and every morning we'd watch a cartoon and it would be like, I don't remember You'll that. remember I was that? Really my dad would remember that. Because every Saturday morning we used to live at my nona's when we used to like come down and watch cartoons. It was always Woody the Woodpecker. And so yesterday I saw the woodpecker. It's yeah. really giving me chills. I was like, holy also, shit. Also the day before her viewing, Kiki was being fucking weird. Like scratching me, looking up in my room, like being really scared. And then when I went to my nuno's house, he said that Lucky, his dog, the same day on Wednesday was doing the same thing. And look, Lucky never does that. Like running around. He went to like Nuno's bedroom, scratched him. So you know what? I believe in that 100%. That and like, makes- I'm not scared. Like I used to be scared to like see ghosts and like things like that. Oh, another thing. Remember what I told you about the Tim Hortons when I went to Tim Hortons? So the day before that she died, we were in the hospital and she was like unresponsive, whatever. And like everyone was kind of like, holy fuck, like this might be it. I went to the Tim Hortons in the hospital and there was there was nobody there. Like there was nobody in line, nobody behind me. It was just me. And I was waiting for my coffee and I felt something like like grab like grab the back of my hip, kind of brush me. And so I turned around because I thought it was Fran coming to see like if I was done. I don't know what I thought. And there was nobody there. And I'm not making this up because I don't make shit like this up. And no. that happened to Fran in our kitchen. Yeah. Anyway, it's just weird coincidences. But um, unfortunately, don't mind the me funeral was also on my birthday, which sucked. Not because yeah, so. it was like, I'm not trying to be selfish. Like my birthday, I'm like, but just like a shitty memory to have. And I just felt like I like, sounds weird, but I feel like I shouldn't have been I don't know. I just even feel like now, like I'm doing something on the weekend for it. And I just, I've been going back and forth with plans because I feel guilty for almost celebrating me turning like another year while like somebody else. But Nona lives 97 years. So I think that she would want you to celebrate every year of your life too. I don't think that you should feel guilty. Sorry. Just don't mind me reapplying my life. Anyways, going back to that, I'm turned, well, I I turned, I'm 24 now. I turned 24. That sounds old-ish. Really? It's old I'm turning. You know, you're old, but like 24 now is starting to get old. Like when I say 23, like I don't feel like it's like old, but 24 is no, like. You're, now you're officially mid 20s, by the way. No, it's not. Yes, 25 it, is mid 20s. No, it's not. 21, sorry, 20 to 23 is early 20s. I disagree. 24 to 26 is mid 20s. 27 to 29 is late 20s. I disagree. 20s. I think 20 to 25 is early. No, I think 2024 is early. 25 to 26. No, because that's like too much of a. You have to have an equal I think 25 timeline. and 26 is like middle. No, it's not because 20, 21, 22, 23. That's four years of mid. I mean, early. 24, 25, 26, three mid, 27, 28, 29. Because you're late 30. You're late 20s. You're almost 30. Anyways. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. I feel weird. But How old are you, Chris? You're early 30s. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> I just hate when we talk about how like we're, oh, we're in our late 20s. And there's someone else there's someone who's like older, 30s, and, and they're, they're like, like, fuck off. They're like, fuck you. I'm <laughs> You're not old. Um, but yeah, and as I've been like going through this birthday, I think this birthday really made me realize that like birthdays don't have to be like a big thing. And yeah. Sam always tells me like, why do you make a birthday a big deal at the time? Like, okay, no, I didn't say that. I said that she, I think it's fine to make a birthday a big deal. She puts too much pressure on 
herself and everybody else to her birthday. She will remind me to get her a cake. Like she thinks I'm stupid. She go, like, oh, you can get me a cake, by the way, if you if you want to like get the cake. And I'm like, why are you? Because I'm an anxious planner. It's like, yeah, it's so friend. Like honestly, it actually pissed me off thinking about it. It's so annoying. Just today, she was like, yeah, I'm canceling everything after I've already ordered something. Well, that's because something happened. I'm like, I don't want to talk about the podcast, but like, I don't know. I just feel like. I'm so anxious that like, that's why no one can ever do something for my birthday because I'm anxious. Like I'm, I'm just anxious about it. And like, I've kind of learned now too. I'd rather just freaking have a good time with the people that I'm closest with. It doesn't have to be like a huge ordeal kind of thing. But I was also grown up in, in like the environment that like my friends would always do something like be above and beyond for the birthday. So I always felt like I had to kind of do that. But like, I don't even like doing that. I don't care about it anymore. I used to put pressure on my birthday too. But now I'm like, I, I'd rather do nothing because- I don't want to be disappointed. That's what yeah. I. That's and what if I. If you want to do something for me, then fucking just do it. I'm not going to be involved anymore. So if I want to get cake really for you today, fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was making a joke. Um. Anyways, so um, what have I done in the last few weeks? Talk about Cabo or Mexico. I go to Cabo, Cabo, whatever. You so I went to Mexico. Um, we went to Tulum. I would go back there in a in a heartbeat, but guys, it is so fucking expensive. Like. It's like the prices of like going to Vegas because it's not all inclusive unless you go to an all inclusive. But like if you really want that Tulum experience, you need to go to more like like a villa, a nice hotel or something. Mm -hmm. But everything like costs money. Water costs money. You can't get free water there. Yeah. Like. Like it's astonishing. What was. But, what? No. What was the best experience there that you had? Probably going on the yacht. Like we want to talk about it or no? It was it was fun. Why are you laughing? Because it was just like it was a fun time. Like we got really drunk on the yacht, and we had like the crew members like dancing for us and shit. Like it was like it was a fun time. Um, it's really pretty there, and I think like I would definitely go back there. And I'm trying to convince Fran to just like let go of her anxieties, let go about the fact about money, and like I want to go I would there. Go there. No, listen, I want to go there for like a week, but work there. You know how many people I saw working there, and so I went up to this one girl, and I was like. Well, I didn't actually go up to her, but I was like kind of talking to her and she took a picture for us. And then after I was like, oh, hey, like, what are you here for? You're on vacation. And she was like, I'm just on a solo trip for a couple of days. And she's from L.A. And she's a digital like nomad type of girl. Like I looked her up on Instagram and shit, but she works in like marketing and like advertising. And she was there working like every day. She would be on the beach on her laptop. Then at night she would have dinner in the hotel. So the hotel that we were at is more of like a wellness resort place. So mm -hmm. you can either go to Tulum and like party like there's like. Like, the restaurants and the parties there are so nice. All the girls from Selling Sunset, they go to, like, the area that we were in. I saw, mm -hmm. like, them there. And so them there? Like, on their Instagram. Oh. Or you can go to Tulum and it'd be zen as fuck. Like, our resort was a wellness resort. So there was free yoga at 9 a.m. every morning. They burn sage in the morning everywhere. They bring you coffee and, like, tea to your rooms. They play, like, ambiance music. Like, it's really nice. Hmm. It's expensive, but it's nice. I would do that. I want to convince Fran to go there so that we can like create content for the podcast and the Instagram for a week, but also work so we don't have to take any days off work and we're still like making money at the same time. But I just so it's like kind of can, like you break even. I feel like we can do that though, like at a less expensive place right now though. Like why not go to BC and do that? I'd be so down for that. Why BC? No, I've never been to BC or like Prince Edward Island. Fran. Well, we tried to look into PEI and like there's really jack shit to do there. Like you, like at least in Tulum, like you I have. Feel like, I feel like. You have the sun, right? Like you're like, you're sitting there and you have like the, you can just run into the water if you want to cool off. Like the, the, this girl was literally on her laptop every day. And then she would take a break. She would go eat. 
And she would come back and she said at nighttime she would just explore and like go for dinner. No, I know, but I don't know. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm also just down for like other places too. Like I actually really want to go to like PEI or like somewhere in Canada that's not. We basically want to, we've been saying we want to do this. I don't know when we're going to do it, but I want to do it soon. Is just go somewhere, work for a week and just have like a week itinerary of like what we're going to do for the podcast and like create content and maybe like explore some like local eats and things like that like make content there and like have this whole trip focused on just like being uncomfortable in a different space and doing our everyday thing we usually do yeah you know what it reminds me of you know safe haven the movie where that girl like moves and cuts her hair because she's like on like her husband's like trying to like kill her or something yeah okay, and josh duchamel yeah like, yeah i like that vibe are they in pei there no Friend, trust me, you would like this. Play. Okay, we don't, it doesn't need to be Tulum, but I'm just saying like it should be something like that. And I'm trying, I'm waiting on her to be like, hey, let's do it. Because like we said, she changes her mind every five seconds. So yeah. Um, anyway, so that was that. I want to talk about the fact that I think that it's important to face your fears in order to get over your fears. Because although like I love the girls we went with, like they're some of my like really good friends. And like we went for a bachelorette and like the girl getting married is one of my best friends. It's different than going with someone you're like so comfortable with that you can be the most tell comfortable to fuck with. Like, off. Yeah, tell to fuck off, right? Like my sister or like Roman or well, like my parents, right? Like what? Do you really tell your parents to fuck off? No, not in that way. What I'm talking about is a plane. We've talked about my plane anxiety before. before. Mm. I was so anxious to go on this flight because I was like, I'm not with like those people who like, like know, know how scared I am. I'm sure these people now know how scared I am. But I was just proud of myself that I, like, survived these flights in terms of my anxiety and didn't, like, I don't know, and, and didn't need, like, Roman there, for example. Because he's always, like, the person that I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, you know what I mean? I couldn't do that. Yeah. I had to shut off my phone and be like, okay, I need to shut the fuck up because these girls are going to be like, you're crazy. Yeah. You know? Well, and, like, I wasn't even sitting beside Yostra. I was sitting beside um this other, like, girl we went with who I know. And, like, she's great, too. But, like, I, I did feel embarrassed to like be fully expressive with my anxiety you know yeah. what i mean but anyways i need to keep going on flights because i was better on these ones than usual like i was well, actually you're probably better. also a bit drugged out no yeah i was <laughs> when i came back roman literally said i looked like i was like rolling yeah <laughs> like i was literally fucked up for like a day after because <laughs> of like the plane pills or whatever anyways um so that, that's what I want to say about that. Other than that, my you know, best what, one of my best friends yeah, got married. Yeah, they went to a wedding. That was really nice. That was fun. Uh, I think it's weird seeing people that you used to know get married now. It's kind of like... Yeah, that you grew up is with. Is it real? Well, she, she's, obviously, she's obviously more your friend than mine, but like I went to elementary school with But you grew up with them. her and yeah. around them. And I know like this... I know Tucker's sister and like... Yeah. But no, it's it was def that was definitely a fun time. But I was thinking like, I don't know if I'm able to do that in front of people. Like... What? Just some of the things. Well, what she said is that, like, cause she, like, they're not, like, the most outgoing people either. But she said that, like, when you're getting married and, like, doing the first dance and, like, the walk down the aisle and the kiss, she was like, you just have to remember or, like, try and think it's only you and them there. Otherwise, you're not going to be mindful. You only got one shot. You got one shot your most video. of the time, right? <laughs> so, like, you only have one wedding. And she was like, if you're not mindful and you don't pretend like it's only you and them, you're going to be worried about everyone else yeah. looking at you. Like, are... Do I have a fucking armpit hair? Do I have like a stain? Do I have this? Is my hair out of place? You know what I mean? She was yeah. like, you're not going to actually enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, I feel like people forget like it's you and this other person getting married. Like you're, you're a lot of people I heard on TikTok say that like some weddings, like some people got married, like didn't even see their husband for like the rest of the night. They're so preoccupied of like 
making sure everybody else is okay or like, hey, God, like taking shots with people that you forget that like you're getting married to your husband. Like that's also a celebration of like you two. Yeah. She said that they like had a really good time and it was a lot of fun and that they were really focused on each other. So that's good. Um, something that I did want to talk about, um, just because we're talking about like everything that we've been doing the last month. Rules or no? Uh, no, but I don't need to because I just hear all about it on TikTok. Okay, we'll get there. Hold on, let me. Just... Well, no, I feel like it's like, kind of irrelevant by the time this comes out. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's relevant because a new season's coming out. Is it? Yeah, they Isn't announced it. it? I, I don't, don't think there is. I think there is. No, because they no, said, there is. They were saying like. Raquel, the cheater girl, the best friend, came out after the reunion, like saying that she lied on the reunion about timelines and about when they actually like had sex and stuff. And it was pretty fucked up. Like I don't think a lot of the cast members are gonna come back. What do you mean? Like they lied on the reunion about when they started sleeping together. They started sleeping together before they said they did. They started like they lied about a bunch of shit. Like they were asked, like, have you ever slept in the house while Ariana was there or in Tom's house? They said no, but they actually did. They slept together when Ariana was at her grandma's funeral out, out of town. And, like, they did it. And when the dog died. Like, a lot of shit. And I don't think... I don't think it's going to be season 11. I think that there definitely is. Why wouldn't there be? Because Raquel's not going to come back. So? Neither is Tom. And, and neither is Ariana. That makes the whole thing. I really think that they will come back. Why know. wouldn't they? Ariana's making endorsements and ads know, on, on, on TikTok, TikTok that, like, surround the People are kind of, like, cheating. annoyed, though. Yeah, like, are you even sad about it? No, not that. They're like, people get cheated on every single day. And, like, why has this been dragged on? I'm like, well, it's reality TV. Yeah, eh? but we've all been cheated on. Like, why can't I make some money from being a fucking victim? Know, did, of you, did your best friend cheat on you? Cheat it doesn't on fucking matter. I'm sure there's a lot of best friends who have cheated on. That's what I'm saying. People are like, why is this being dragged on? Like, okay, she got cheated on. Like, so sorry. Like, that's unfortunate. And like, I mean, I don't horrible. know. I guess make your money if you can. And you might as well capitalize on it. Well, it's also because they were, it's, their lives are televised. I feel like it's inevitable that, like. Um, speaking of lives that are televised, me and Fran are literally going to be on. <laughs> we say this every fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm but, like, you guys shut the fuck okay, up. Okay, no, but seriously, that guy was like, are you going to apply? <laughs> Yeah, we're going to apply for the challenge now. So fuck Amazing Race. We're going No, from- no, not fuck Amazing Race. That might still be a possibility. But there's a show called Canada's Ultimate Challenge. And we're going to apply as like a pair. And the guy that posted it was like, are you going to apply? Looking forward to seeing your audition. So we're like. Yeah, we have to get on that. We should probably do yeah, that. I mean, we can do that. Like, at the studio. Um, <laughs> we can do it here. Anyways. What I, I don't even to- know what that show is about. What do you do? Challenges? Yeah. you. Well, I mean, you should probably know. Well, I'll research, but. Yeah, you do like it's like it's like the challenge, but it's like two teams. Okay. So like, but that'd be funny if we weren't on the same team. That's what I mean. That's why, because I I told him I was like, it doesn't look like it's a show for pairs, and he's like, yeah, but like we could see how like that could fit because I remember watching. They, they wouldn't put us on the same team. No, okay, they could do one of two things. One thing they can do is put us on the same team, but other people wouldn't know that like we know each other or are related. If it would, how? What do you mean how? We can't just lie. We look at the exact fucking. Same. No, we don't. We're going to go in there and just be like, hey, I don't know you. You look like me. Like, well, okay, on Big Brother, on Big Brother one time, they, were, they casted a brother and a, like a, like two brothers. And everyone in the house didn't know that they were brothers. So their like strategy was like, don't tell people 
what, like no. that they're brothers. I think Wait, they listen. Would- they said, don't tell people that we're brothers until like we absolutely have to. So then they formed an alliance and only the alliance eventually knew that they were brothers. And then when the audience knew, like the viewer knew, then you're kind of like, wait, they look alike. But at first you don't think like, oh, they kind of look alike. So they I could do that. I wouldn't be able to fake that. I would laugh. If someone was, I was like, hello, how are you? I, I'd like laugh. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal that like if they knew that we were sisters and we were on the same team. No, but I, I think, think it'd be it's, jokes that they put us on separate that's what I'm teams. And that's what they would do. And then like try to make other people like against us. And then like, yeah, and try and make us against but each other. Also, you know what we could do is just if your team wins, you give me some of the money. And if my team wins, I'll give you some of the money. So it's a win win. Maybe that's why they wouldn't do that though. Exactly. That's why they put us on the same team and then maybe try to get other people like, I don't know what I could know. Anyways, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't put us on separate teams. Would you guys watch if we were on a reality TV show? <laughs> Bro, I would literally get my lashes done before we went. Yeah, and I And just get, like crawl in the mud all cute and shit and win. Like we'd win and look good doing it. Fucking cocky. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's what's different. You know what I mean? Like people that go on there are so like athletic. No, and- I've seen really like. Not on this show. No offense. <laughs> No, not that they're not good looking. I mean, like they genuinely don't like. They're like, fuck my hair, fuck this, fuck that. Which maybe we no, get to I've that seen point on the challenge. Those celebrity people that go on, on the challenge, yeah, on the challenge, there's some girls that like they'll literally do a full face and like braid their hair and shit, and then go and like hike a mountain. I and saw win. a girl. I think it was on the challenge where they were. Was it? Oh, that was Italy. Big Brother. I was watching Italian Big Brother, and they had to sit on a swing. Like they had to like hold themselves on a swing while fire was underneath them. I was like, what the fuck is oh, this? Yeah. And they were like sweating, like holding onto this thing. And a girl but came. I think it's entertaining when you see like a woman who like, cause like usually it's not mutually exclusive. Cause you have somebody who's into hair and makeup and beauty and extensions and shit like that. And then you have someone who's like really strong and tough and can do a tough mudder and run through mud and hike mountains. And like, not the two combined together most of the time. But I think when the two worlds collide and combine together, it's entertaining to watch. Because it's almost like you're breaking down that, like, wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. That stereotype. Yeah, it's true. So, anyways. Okay. Um, Like I said, something I want to talk about was... Oh, actually, I do want to talk about a girly thing. Okay. Not to be, like, girl boy, but... I feel like we never talk about, like, products and things we like. Okay. You know what I mean? I think it's hard for me to talk about, though, because I don't have, like, one product. But you do. But, like, what's, like, no, not one product, but, like, just stuff that, like, we love to use and shit. You know what I mean? And I wanted to talk about one product or, like, type of product. No, not, like, it doesn't have to be specifically, but one general type of product that we think is worth investing in. Go. Like, I don't know, though. Really? Not your $850 hair extensions? Well, no, I don't think that's worth investing in. Like, does that need? No, that's a want for me. I think what's... Straightener? Okay, you're boring. I think that what's worth investing in is sunscreen. That's not boring? Like, thank you. Everybody knows that. No, because you don't wear sunscreen. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yeah, you wear the shitty sunscreen. No, I don't. Shishido. I wear Shishido sunscreen. Do your research? Is it a mineral sunscreen? Don't know. Does it have the bad products in it? I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, I think that you guys... I've been on a research rampage about sunscreen and even the ones that say that they're like clean and organic are not clean and organic. And I don't even know why I'm talking about this. I just think that like, I just went on a rampage about Actually, all these- sunscreen pe- is not even that good for you. No, but that's what in I'm general. saying. No, but if it's a mineral one, like it just has minerals. No, Think about- Minerals. Plants. Okay. No, it's true though. We're not plants. 
We are, though. We're plants, but we're not actual plants. No, I, thank you. Like, I understand that you're not a freaking <gasps> cactus. cactus. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Is sunscreen good for you? No, the chemicals in sunscreen aren't good for you. But like I was saying, it's worth it to invest in a, in a complete mineral sunscreen. And they're more expensive. But like if it's complete minerals and you invest in it, then you're protected from the sun. Because you can't just go in the sun without sunscreen. You know what I mean? But why not? I've been down the spiral of all these like 20, but why not? 20-year-olds getting old, skin in, cancer. In the olden days, that's what they did. And I don't think skin cancer was very prominent in the olden days. And also think about it. There's not that many people in like countries that that are like hot, naturally hot tropical countries that get skin cancer. Most people who get skin cancer are people Americans. who are, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I that's, think it not, has that's a lot not a stat. That's think, just a no, generalization. No, we're not, we're not, oh my God, please. We're not coming, we're not researching. Yeah, we're not, this is not. I'm just Canada. saying it's our opinion. Maybe it comes from other things like the food you eat, the things you do, the chemicals you use in your hair. Oh my God. And I was reading about people who use sunbeds don't like seriously don't and stop using like also the tanners that we use get an organic tanner i, I do that what i do spray tans organic dha no but no but i'm saying like the one that you rub on your body i don't use that anymore oh i've quit okay well Cold there's turkey. huh i've quit so you have a spray tan right now yeah and how often do you do that well once every two weeks two three weeks when it fades when I have You've been event. going once every two weeks. Well, because it's I've been going once every two to three weeks now because I've had events come up like every fucking weekend. I don't know. I don't like getting spray tans because like I feel like they stick to my clothes and sheets. They don't. This one's really good. Who do you go to? The one in Bernard, like the tanning salon. It used to be Planet Sun. They're amazing. Hmm. Interesting. It's pretty cheap. Forty bucks. Usually it's like freaking sixty for someone to do it for you. Well, anyways, next, what else do you want to talk about? Wait, what else do I, do? Do I think you should invest in good conditioner and shampoo? Okay, not even good, but that's another thing. Healthy conditioner and shampoo. Get it from Healthy Planet. I know it's expensive, but invest in it. I've never seen my hair grow so fast. Like, even ask French, she wouldn't even admit that my hair grew, but... Why do you say that? I always... You can't... Yeah, you don't. Look how long my hair, I'm like, yeah, I got long. Yeah, why do you... I have to say it. I have to, like, make you recognize how long my hair well, got. Well, why do you have to make... Because I don't know why you can't just be like, wow, your hair looks really nice. Why can't you say, oh, you look pretty today? Well, because... Exactly. Like, it's like... If your hair got long, I would be like, holy shit, your hair's long. Your hair's always been long, though. No, it hasn't. It's been long now for like two years. And you ask me every single day, like, how long ago? <laughs> like, it's the same length as it was two years ago. Okay, well, long. before two years ago, it was like and really- And Sam makes it like kind of like a jab. Like, look at my long- look No, long- I don't. Yeah, look how long my hair is naturally. Naturally. Like, okay, No, cool. I don't. I don't. Okay. I really don't do that at all. But okay. Anyways. Anyways. Um, Should we make was- a shirt that says anyways? <laughs> Merch? Yeah, that's actually just, jokes. Anyways, yeah, but I feel like who the fuck's gonna wear shirts anyways? A lot of people who say anyways. People who have neurotic thoughts that literally can't stay on one thought for we long We should make enough. a mug that just literally says Fran with two colons and put like a bunch of like, anyways. No, no one's gonna drink a mug that says Fran on it unless her name's Fran. No, not with Fran then, just like a bunch of like word vomit and then the angle stuff the thought. Anyways. Yeah, anyways, okay. Um... What was I saying? I don't know. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Go ahead. What's next on the agenda to talk about today? But like typical Fran gets distracted by her phone, even though we're podcasting. Oh, sorry. That important message I don't feel like dealing with right now. So why are you looking at your phone? Because I just got that message from somebody. I don't feel like dealing with it. Okay. What was I saying? I don't know. I said, what's next on your agenda? She said, you oh, said you have a lot also, to talk about. Also, things that I feel like you should have that I've been investing in is jewelry. I never used to buy, I never used to like 
buying jewelry. I only used to wear jewelry also when it was like gift given to me. I never go out and buy it, but I feel like I've been wearing jewelry a lot with like outfits. Like that's kind of weird to say. It's like obviously, but I've been wearing like a lot of like jewelry. It makes me actually feel prettier. I know. I like these earrings. Kristen got them for me, and they're from this website called called. Uh, I forgot, but anyways, my friend got them for me. They're from Olive and Piper, and like when you actually look on the website, it's not like cheap jewelry, like ten bucks from Claire's, but like it's cheap enough that it's not going to break your bank and it's not like $200, you know what I mean? And if you buy a couple of pieces from there, like I agree, you can elevate it. I always wear like just like little hoops I've been liking shit. I'm not wearing right now, but I've been liking rings I too. I always wear rings. Like a lot of rings or like also mixing silver and gold. I've been doing too. It, has to, it depends. Yeah, it depends what kind, but anyways. Like the, these earrings are like diamond silver, but then there's like a gold plate behind it. So like that's fine, I think. But you can't wear like a gold hoop and then like- a No, but I'm saying like bracelets. Oh, yeah. Um, we were on TikTok live the other day and we had an like, interesting conversation. That no, whatever. I think this is a totally different conversation. No, 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 conversation. but it's not about that. It's just about one person was saying to me how they don't love when their partner goes out without them because they feel like a man should be protective of the woman. Um, or like, what did they say? I don't want to fuck up their words, but basically. Can we ask you a question? <laughs> okay, Continue. Ask Chris a question first, and maybe he can. But give okay, the but background. Anyway, anyways, that up. basically, that like um, a man should be the protector in the relationship, and that like that's his kind of duty, and then the woman should be submissive because to the man because he's providing her with that protection. And I gave the example of me and my boyfriend were on a walk, and I had like a freaking neurotic thought, and I was like, "What would you do if like zombie came at like us right now?" He's like, "Well, I tell you to run. I'd like fight them off." And I was like, "But why can't I fight them off?" He's like, "You're gonna fight off." The zombie kind of like whatever like kind of give in that role where it's like okay i'd be the protector and you'd be the one to kind of like get shelter kind of thing and like totally i love that like it's cool and like obviously i want my the person i'm with to like be able to defend me but i feel like we were raised by a girl dad and i feel like girl dads were all raised the same kind of in the fact that like you don't need a man to not in that way but kind of like you can defend and protect yourself like if somebody's coming at you give them a punch or like if you're not with your boyfriend, like, you should be able to, like, defend yourself kind of thing. Yeah. Okay? okay. I feel like a lot of girl dads are like that because it's, like, <clears throat> trying to, like, raise you in the fact that, like, you are independent on what in what you do. So I want to ask Chris, do you... Okay, I guess there's a double question. A, do you care if your... Sorry, is it wife? or Yeah, yeah, Do yeah. you care if your wife goes out without you in terms of, like, bars, clubs... That kind of thing. And do you feel like if you're not there, like she wouldn't be able to like defend herself over somebody who may be hitting like on her? Hit- or a zombie. Zombie or like hitting on her, whatever, like that kind or of. Or just a bad situation. Yeah. Uh, nah, nah. She goes, like she'll go, like we live in Whippy, so like we can like walk downtown. Uh-huh. So like she'll go out like all the time. Like not all the time, but she'll go out with her like her friends. Like they'll go downtown to the pub, go out for drinks and stuff. So nah, I don't, honestly, I don't really worry about it. Yeah. Like maybe, like maybe if it's like someone was like violent, I'd be like, like, I'm, yeah, I don't, like, when she goes out, I don't really, like, give it, like, a second thought. Yeah. yeah. And she'll, she'll tell me, like, oh, like, I got hit on her. Like, hey, someone came up to me. And it's, like, we've also been together for, like, 10 years. Yeah, so it's kind of, like, But oh. when she and says something like that, you're kind of, like, oh, cool. Like. Yeah, I'm just, like, oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, got, I got a bad one still. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. No, like, you know, like, yeah, it doesn't really, like, bother me. Like, we, you know, once you got trust, it's, like, whatever. That's And that's what I think. Like, well, thank you, Chris. For no worries. Um, that's what I think, too. I think that there's this, like, like, like weird thing but it really depends on the dynamic of your relationship too i think every like 
woman wants Loki, their guy. I think they want to be like, oh, someone hit on me. And like they yeah, low-key want they low-key yeah. want the guy to be like, who was it? Like, do you want do you need me to come there? Do you, you know what I mean? But I'm with like a guy who's similar, like how Chris just said, if I said that to Roman, he'd be like, oh, sick. Well, good thing you're coming home to me type of thing. Yeah, you know, he like would it, never be like, like compliment. I'm going to come there right now. But it's like, you low-key want that like a little. But then at the same time, girls are weird because it's also like, don't fucking start shit. You know what I mean? I think so it'd be like, cool to be like, like oh, a weird thing. I think it's a good thought to be like, oh, wow, like my girl's hot. Like I yeah, got I think, people, you I know what I mean? Like good. I got, yeah. and like, you should know that she should be able to defend herself. And I was yeah. trying to say that on TikTok live and people were like, you be the one. I'm like, what the fuck are so you talking about? So on TikTok Live, basically the people were, were grilling us because they're like, you would cheat. And we're like, we wouldn't cheat just because we're saying like, we're we able to defend ourselves without our defend, boyfriend. But like, I'm able to go to a bar downtown Toronto by myself and be okay. Like and if someone remove hits on myself me- from a situation. No, no. Remove ourselves from a situation if it's uncomfortable. And they'd be like, well, you don't want your boyfriend there. I'm like, why does my boyfriend have to be stuck to my side? No, no. Or- sometimes you don't like, Sometimes you don't want your significant other there, not because you're doing something that you shouldn't do, but because you need that time apart to be able to like have your own thoughts, form your own opinions, to come back together and miss each other more. Like when me and when I was in Mexico, Roman was in Cancun. That's also Mexico, but I was in Tulum and he was in Cancun. So we were in totally different parts and he was doing his thing. I was doing my thing. It wasn't like because my significant other was also somewhere else, it wasn't like, oh my God, what are you doing? Who's there? What's happening? This and that every two seconds. Like, I don't think that that's healthy. I think that like, it was great that we had our time apart. We were able to have fun with our friends and trust each other enough that we're not going to get into bad situations and then come back together, talk about it, be open about, you know, what did we do? Where did we go? Like, what fun did we have? And that's it. Like, I think that you create, again, back to boundaries. Like, I'm not going to go out every fucking weekend. My significant other isn't going to go out every weekend. We're not going to be going to bars and shit all the time. Or with people that are, like, bad influences. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, if you're always hanging... Okay, this is also another question. If you have a friend who's, like, a chronic cheater, a Mm. serial cheater, do you continue to hang out with them if you're in a relationship knowing that this person always gets themselves into situations where they're cheating on a significant significant other? Maybe one-on-one, if it's like at a restaurant with dinner, fine. But if it's a situation where I feel like they would put me in a bad situation, no. And that's that's where I feel like, for example, I'm going on vacation um, to Punta Cana with my friend Isabella, like Izzy. And, you know, some people may look at that as like you're going on vacation just you and your friend like okay who cares like if i'm in a relationship i would never think that a lot of people do but but also it's like i would never put myself in a situation where i'd go on a vacation with a friend that i knew if they're for example if isabella was a chronic cheater and i'm going to punta cana with her in the back of my mind i'm like are you going to put me in an ugly situation i feel like you have to recognize like who would do that but i personally wouldn't continue going out with that person in situations where it's like a bar or a club or a vacation kind of thing. I think that who you surround yourself with says a lot about you. Um, I know some people don't think that. I know some people think like, I'm my own person. Like I'm not the people I hang out with. I agree with that to a certain extent, but it's inevitable that if you're hanging around the same person week after week, weekend after weekend, you're always going on vacation with people who are just like, yeah. I don't know. For and you're example, also having that chatter in your ear, like about like, I don't know what they did or like or like who, this girl's so hot i'm gonna go like hit on her this or and that sending all the pictures time. and stuff it's kind yeah. of like hey like that's a little bit like you don't want to be around that environment when you're in a relationship but but at the same time back to trust i think like if you don't have, tr- have trust you don't have anything and there's always going to be those like traditional like 
men and women roles that like some people prefer and that's fine like that's how the people on the tiktok live we're talking about were like there there are these people that were very much like no i'm the protector and you need to be submissive to me like you don't have to work but you can go out unless i'm there and it's like okay maybe some women like that that's totally fine but i don't think that that's always healthy like i think both people need to be willing and, and okay with that type of relationship, but like that's just not me. Also, we sorry, last thing before we wrap up. Also, in our last was it last episode? Yeah, last episode, I was saying, like, I don't think it's necessary to tell you every single thing about your past or your partner. And somebody commented saying, I wouldn't want to know every single thing unless it's A, if she has an OnlyFans, or B, if she has a criminal record. I'm like, who said that? Really weird end of the spectrum. Wait, on what platform did they say? On that? TikTok, someone commented, like, if she has or ever had or a criminal record, I'm like, really like. Is that just weird? Like criminal record or OnlyFans? And I was kind of thinking like, interesting. Makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like, obviously criminal record speaks for itself. Like if you have been to jail for fucking domestic abuse. No, times, yeah, that, that makes sense. But it was like kind of two ends of the spectrum how like OnlyFans is like grouped in with that. You know oh what I'm yeah, to yeah, say? yeah, like yeah. it's it's it was odd. it was not odd. as if as if being part of OnlyFans makes you like a criminal equivalent well, to, to a some criminal. People, that's like a huge like no. And some people don't agree Is with that. OnlyFans a real job? Are you making money from it? Yes. So, I mean, a no, job. Not me, but No, I'm general. just saying, I feel like a job, I would never do it ever. But I feel like a job is where, you know, you do things for money. I think. I don't know. Okay, this is a whole other combo. We'll okay, talk about OnlyFans last up. time. We, yeah. can, we can have another conversation. We can have a guest on if they want to talk about it. We Okay, if, if anybody out here does OnlyFans and they want to talk about their experience on OnlyFans because I really don't know much about it. There's always like some negative connotation on it, but I really just think that like some of these people are creators, you know what I mean? Maybe it's an art. If you're an OnlyFans superstar and make a living off of it, like we want well, why to talk to you on the be... podcast. Sorry, had to get that thought out. Sorry. Before she why can't me. OnlyFans, why is it not a job, but porn stars are a job? Some people would argue that pornography is a job. Some people would argue that being a porn star is an actual job. Like there's a negative connotation with sex work, but it's a type, it's a a field. A lot of people who say that OnlyFans is not a job say that a lot of people who also like watch porn and like are okay with watching porn and like doing. It seems like a lot of people that say OnlyFans and like being a porn star isn't a real job are the the people who (laughs) the ones that are engaging in it, but also the ones who just wouldn't be okay if their own girl Mm. was doing that sort of thing. But you'll, you're okay watching other girls doing that sort of thing. Hmm. Food for thought. All right, guys. We're going to clock out. But that was great vent session. I feel better sitting down here. I missed this room. So anyways, see you guys next week or in two weeks. Bye.